Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Hello, I'm Andrew Jupin. Eric Siska. Chris Gabin. And we hate movies. Hello, everyone. Welcome to We Hate Movies. Thank you for tuning into our fine program. If you are new to We Hate Movies, uh, this week uh, we're doing a real forget-me-not movie, man. 1985's My Science Project, directed by Jonathan Batool. This is... This is one for the ages. It's just nuts. It's just been forgotten by time. And here's here's my thing about this movie. I feel this movie would be uh, uh, much more remembered and perhaps appreciated if not for one Fisher Stevens. I mean, I mean, he's the problem. I mean, that he's the big problem. <laughs> he is well, that's, the big that's problem. That's the one. That's the one in the <laughs> the center jewel of this shit pile is Fisher Stevens and his fuck the the fucking dialogue he's asked to go through in this movie. Now, this is the same year as Weird Science came out, so clearly only one high school sci-fi comedy could could win out in wait, the wait, budding that, what, heads. Is this this is what 1985? 85. Back to the Future as well. Uh, Back to the Future, yeah. Man, they well, they loved science fiction high school. Well, I kind of feel mm-hmm. like this is like if you put like you put this movie in that Willy Wonka machine that fucking like splits things into atoms and they all go up in the air. Yeah, like you throw right. that thing in there and all of a sudden you'd see the fucking Return of the Jedi, see Back to the Future, you see Christine, <laughs> like you see all these fucking science fiction like TV shows and movies because this is fucking reference crazy like nobody's business. Oh yeah, yeah. we're talking about all sorts of better movies uh, in this movie than what we're actually watching. One, one thing to say about Wonka technology though, that shit's built the last everlasting gobstopper. I know. This is not. People forgot about it. <laughs> they forgot about the titular project of my science project you know that number one number one problem fisher steve number two the title yeah well what the fuck is that nobody works on anything in this i'd rather have it called science project <laughs> or how about magic box well i feel like my science project that's just like making kids think about school yeah you know, i'm going to the movies on saturday i don't want to think about going to school yeah, yeah. I mean, when when you oh one for my science project, please. I'm expecting to see a paper mache volcano. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I think like it's gonna be like a minutes. romantic comedy about like, and I mean, it starts this way about like a a, a jock who needs to get his science project done, and he uh-huh. meets a nerdy girl. So I'm thinking, mm-hmm. okay, this works out. You know, they're gonna help each other make this volcano. She's gonna give him, you know. Oh you know, wait! Well, wait till Alka Seltzer yeah. or whatever the fuck, and, and it's you know he's gonna make yeah he's gonna erupt way. everywhere yeah, all over her face. Multiple way. What? <laughs> oh my god! I was, that, see, I see how I snuck that one right under you. Yep. Yep. 
It was but a real uh, it, it was a real low and inside fastball there, Kevin. That's his style. Man. And I mean, we haven't gotten to it yet, but I mean, the 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 titular project, what they call the project, yes, it's. To me, it just looks like somebody went to, I guess, like the first Spencer's Gifts <laughs> and just like fucking cobbled no, together whatever was $10. Well, you're you're absolutely right because it's got that – it's the, the science, touch globe. Right. In the, yeah. But this was – I think this was before Spencer's gift, Gifts. This might be Spencer's Gift, like the original. To the world. The, the original. Spencer's – like Spencer like, worked in the prop department for my science project. Yeah. And he was like, wait a minute. I could sell all this goofy shit – Plus blacklight posters and T-shirts for fat guys, all in one store. Yeah. Now that guy's a fucking billionaire, probably. And Hawaiian tropic bikini posters, sure. Why oh, not? Absolutely. So, by the way, the real quick gist of this movie is Jock has a science project due, uh, or else he fails and doesn't graduate high school. So he stumbles across some discarded alien technology. That opens holes in time. Right. Well, okay. something, 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 Dennis Hopper. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, let's look. Okay, so we meet, let's just let's kick it off at the high school. He meets that nerdy girl. She kind of wants a date with him. Yeah. And he's like, OK, so <laughs> I feel like there's some sort of I don't think they meet there. Like, because the way he treats this girl, I feel like they were like childhood friends that just sort of grew up well, and grew into different cliques mm. kind of a thing because she's like hey man you know i really need a date for this dance you know I, she works on the yearbook committee and she's like you know they're gonna vote me spinster of the year or whatever it is i was like i, I don't, don't believe, think that's a yearbook yeah, i don't category. think you vote for spin i don't think most kids know what a spinster or is. it's like it, what does she say like most likely to become a spinster or something like that meanwhile by the way it's a classic case of this is a totally pretty girl with nerd glasses on. Oh, and that's a, his, oh, yeah. oh wow, look at this pig. Look at this well, nerd that couldn't well, possibly I mean, get a She's also date. wearing like the fucking puppy sweaters and shit like that. And I mean, I, I mean, they well, do it dumber. Is 1985. I mean, I guess that is true. <laughs> but like, you do wonder like what the exactly, because right before they meet, he gets dumped yeah, by gets, this girl. And like, yep. he goes through this whole thing. Like he's like, what I fed you, I gave you a rides places, and now you're just gonna dump me like I'm a loser, like, <laughs> dude, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. If that's what you think it is, then yeah, I you fed you, I took you for walks. <laughs> what else do you need? I you know, brushed your coat. <laughs> you're describing what you do with dog, right? Why am I getting dumb? <laughs> oh man, talking about fucking the pooch. Yep. Oh wait, uh, that was on our True Detective bonus episode, which is already out. Well, yeah, it's it's already out on our app and Bandcamp page. So if you want to understand what that joke's about, I guess you'll just have to pick that episode up. <laughs> but joke jacked. <laughs> yes, but, but uh, so I mean, the the movie starts with him. He, he needs a science project he, to pass, and Dennis Hopper is telling him that you have to get. You know, you're this genius, this guy who works on cars all the time. Yeah. You should be able to make this science project no problem. Let's talk about Dennis Hopper for a second. In the opening credits, I thought this was great. It said, and Dennis Hopper as Bob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all you're going to get. That's all this character is. I mean, he is playing a real like, hey, man, I was there, man. I saw the 60s, man. Oh, my God. And he, he made a he made like a mini career after, you know, in the 80s and 90s doing just that. Another movie, it's Flashback, for instance, with yeah. Kiefer Sutherland. But um, one interesting thought that uh, made me think of another role of his was 
at the end of the, he, he he talks basically when he tells this kid like he needs to do aces science project yeah. or like fail. Kid like starting to walk out, he just takes like a hit of oxygen. Yeah, he yeah. just takes out this oxygen tank and is just like fucking Frank Booth. <laughs> Well, that's what I'm Total saying. It's like velvet. fucking references. I like, know. Here, well, here, that's, here, and that's here. still a year off, though, that yeah. movie. I oh, it is? Blue Velvet's 86. Do you think maybe he had the script at the time? I was like, oh, we're going to start, start doing this oxygen. Like, let's get it in early. <laughs> I mean, I was expecting him, like, the, to set the scene, the, the bell rings, the class is dismissed. He calls the jock up, which, by the way, uh, his name is Michael, played by John Stockwell, who was an actor for a little bit. He's directed a bunch of stuff, and now he does a lot of I think it's TV. Just, I, I just say of Chris. Christine. He's the dude is, from Christine. Is he but in anything else major? I don't think anything particularly major. He's you know, he's in Top Gun. I forget oh. I forget who he plays. He's in Top Gun. Oh yeah, he's one of the But he's just he's one a, of the he's top a, guns. He's, yeah, he's a very successful TV director. Is now. he related to Dean? I don't know if he's related to Dean Stockwell, but that's not a name you see a lot. Yeah. So I don't know. He doesn't particularly look like Dean Stockwell. It could that's be. True. It could be some cousins. But he's like, uh, you know, he's like, you got to finish your science project or you're not going to graduate. Class clears out. And then Hopper's just sitting there and he pulls out this tank with a tube on it and hits it. And he's like, oh, the 60s. And in my head, I'm just like, daddy wants to fuck. <laughs> I was like, oh, man, wish I could turn blue velvet on. Well, yeah, nope, that would... have to watch this movie. <laughs> and also, by the way, before we, uh, well, no, before uh, she asks him out, uh, he drops a bomb on her. Haven't seen Return of the Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, you, oh, my God. I couldn't believe it. I have, a, I have the same note right here. I can't believe you said that. Oh, my God. It's so... I, what? Come on. She's, get she's, your shit together. She's, like, quizzing him. Like, you're yeah. the last guy I need for, you know, quotes for the yearbook or stats for the yearbook or whatever. You know, she's like, did you... What'd you think of Return of the Jedi? Or she just... I think she's such a fan. She's like, what'd you think of Jedi? No. And he's like, I don't know. Didn't see it. I was like, what the fuck were you doing two years ago? Yeah, I mean... <laughs> I think there there was now there was kind of a backlash against Return of the Jedi for the Ewok stuff. Well, sure, and, but like, now but that's that, after people saw. went and saw it. Though there's no right. one complaining on the internet. That's this, true. That's this true. guy. So if he's a senior in 1985, he's a sophomore in 1983 when Jedi comes out. Sorry, every sophomore on the planet went and saw Return of the Jedi. In Not this guy. He was too busy tuning up his car with his vet or, uh, or whatever. With yeah, his, I don't, it's a. GTO, I think, maybe. Man, weird is not the people to talk to cars about. <laughs> you know it. what? Here's the most I can tell you about a car. I know how to drive it, and I know how to put gas in it. Yeah, that's about are, it. Yeah, that's it. Uh, but no, he's also got this uh, car, car-loving car buddy of his, Vince Latello, uh, very Italianly played by uh, uh, our good friend Fisher Stevens. And my God, is this just the worst. You know, here's just a little bit of Fisher Stevens talking in this movie. Sweat off of yeah, I just swept her off her feet, all right, with a left. Hey, a girl pulls that back in Brooklyn, I swear. Bam on. Oh, wow. Okay, Vince. That's it for an hour and a half. That's mostly what you get. And majority of his dialogue is the reason for all those references. Yeah. Because he speaks almost entirely referencing TV shows. It's like the fucking Abed character from Community. 20 years before. Like, this guy is just nonstop talking about TV. I mean, I think fucking Dennis Miller took his whole caricature from this. <laughs> I mean, like, fucking just bam, bam, oh, you know bam. What? Mr. Spock. The, the, like, he calls a big Texas, like, lawman uh, Mr. Spock for no reason. Doesn't make are, any sense. You are right. He does have a little of the Dennis Miller in him. Also, the old Dennis Miller. 
Cue that clip of him saying the F word and it doesn't end in K. Yeah, yeah, Ooh. yeah. He, I don't even Gads. know. I don't even know if we want to play that. No. I mean he I mean he drops it twice. He does. He it's a big old F ends in a T. Yeah. You, twice, big old ones. That's well, another it's, reason it's, why this movie is maybe also for It's really disarming, like watching something in, in 2014 and that happens. And it's like just so casually. like, And it's just, a hard F, too. It's pretty harsh. Yeah. He's really hatefully saying He's that not word. looking around or anything. He's just free form and that's just in his dialogue. Bam. Oh, I, got, I can fly this one right out. So, by the way, the uh, the whole uh, like prologue to this movie, 1957, there's a UFO crash. Right, yeah. and it's it's basically just a play off of it, Roswell, right, even though this whole movie takes place in California. It's all off screen. You never see the UFO crash. You hear like the dialogue of like these like you know na- you know Air Force guys or whatever, being like, "Oh my god, it's gonna crash!" Oh, and it's just like <laughs> my science project over black. Yeah. yeah, and then you do see like the Air Force lead, like this scientist guy to to the spaceship, and it's just like. A matte painting. <laughs> it's really bad. I actually read that there were alien dummies made up for like Ooh. corpses, but they scrapped it. I bet. So it's like basically the Roswell crash, and the scientist is just like, "Ugh, I don't want to deal with this. Just destroy it." <laughs> like that's this this dude's solution for a, like a, a worldwide like history making event. You alien know what? T- take it apart. <laughs> Fuck it. Like <laughs> take it apart and then put it in like. This subterranean shed out in this air force base, yeah, that, that you can you can fall through as we see. Spoiler alert. Yeah, yeah. So basically, what happens is like the the nerd girl wanted that date, and yep. they're gonna go and hang out that night. But it turns out he's taking her to the air force base to break into it to get a science project because he doesn't want to make one of his own. He'd rather just steal something from the fucking military and bring it to school. My big question for John Stockwell is, do you know what a project is? No. Do you know what go like it's something you have to work on. You don't just like look on the floor and be like, Oh, that's a project. I'm going to pick it up and show to Dennis Hopper. Well, he says something about like, uh, you know, he's like, I'm not, you know, I'm not good at science, but I am good at repairing machines. So I just figured we'd wander onto this Air Force junkyard and see if there's something I can't soup up. But like, seriously, what is your end game? Like yeah. you soup up what? A jet engine? And then it's like, well, where did you get all these parts to make a jet engine, John yeah. Stockwell? Like, come on, something's got to give here in your house of cards built with lies. And I'm sorry, like knowing how to fix a car as well as he seemingly does. Yeah, he's a he's a real. You car have to whiz. be smart. That's not like a thing that just a dumbass knows. Like, some you have to be pretty fucking smart to know that shit. But Dennis Hopper forbids him from doing some sort of car thing because he says like. Oh, can't I just refurbish an engine yeah. block or whatever? And he's like, no, man, you do that all the time, man. You know, back in the 60s, we really worked for things, man. I want out. you to do something original, man. You have to cut out cardboard and show me how to molecule spits, man. Well, that's what's great, too. It's like the the start of that scene, he's like, okay, everyone, we're going to go around the room and tell me, man, what your science project is. And this girl's just like, yeah, like, well, I thought I'd make a volcano and put baking soda and vinegar in it. That's great, man. Who's next? I just switched to Senka, okay, man? 
I'm coming down really hard, man. And then when they talk to him after class, he's like, I gotta go, man. Anti-war reunion. Oh, yeah. He's getting together with his old protest buddies. Oh, man. Yes. Whatever. Shut the Living in the up. past, man. <laughs> There's shit to protest today. You know what's another word that's uh, overused in this film, uh, uh, aside from uh, homophobic uh, slurs? Slurs. Is uh, people saying chow. Yeah. It's chow, babe, and chow, man. Oh, I think it probably, it probably just got to the United States at this point, right? Right. Yeah. Well, this was you know, like ground zero. Of well, it's chow. like, it's, it's the eighties. So like, that's when America started really dipping into like Italian fashion and shit. So I think yeah. that kind of, you're right. Like that word was just hitting this continent. Everybody is saying it, and it's obnoxious. Like it's not just Fisher Stevens, but of course he's the biggest offender of it. But everybody's just like, "All right, hey, ciao, ciao, I'll see you later, ciao, ciao, man." You know, it's everybody saying it. I'm like, you don't realize how stupid you sound as an English speaker saying "ciao" to someone. Hey, man, Mussolini was a monster. Okay, let's just <laughs> all fucking take it down a notch. Shit. <laughs> I love trendy greetings as much as the next guy, man. It's just I'm, I'm I'm liking this Dennis Hopper <laughs> impression. So they go on this date to the military base. Yes, mm-hmm. they like sneak under this wire fence. Yeah, real heavy security here. <laughs> it's, and, there's planes. There's decommissioned planes, guys. And he basically just falls into this pit. Yeah. And yep. it's like goddamn Indiana Jones. There's like a complete with a snake. Yeah. Yeah. There's a snake crawling around. I'm like, all right, well, that's not what this movie is, but okay. Oh, I'm scared. You, you did it. Next scene. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, he's stumbling around this cave, you know, it's not a cave. I mean, it's like a, it's like right. a, 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 a fallout shelter. It's and, kind of like where fucking, uh, uh, the Terminator and John Connor find all those guns <laughs> in T2. Yes. They're just fucking pulling it up like, yeah. So instead of that, it's it's dusty old alien artifacts, I guess. Just left lying around like not an old even, wrench set. Not even stored indoors. No. This, come on, you know, rainwater is getting in there. I know it's California and it doesn't happen much, but it happens sometimes, right? <laughs> so, like, the, he grabs this... This it's basically a boot like we said before, it's a boom box with the Spencer's gifts stuff pasted on it. Yeah. I don't even know what you call those things, but it's like, it's I, like well uh, now I'm just gonna refer to him as Spencer's gift. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's, Spencer's it's, gift. It's Spencer's greatest gift. <laughs> the ball with the light right and you like, touch uh, it and yeah. it goes whatever that thing is. It's Spencer's gift. Yeah. yeah the original gift. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's that sitting inside of a boom box with some green lights on it. I mean it's the prop department, C minus. By the way, the military finds this fucking. I understand they're bringing a scientist into. You're telling me military intelligence doesn't have some interest in what the fuck this thing? Yeah, is this is to. the United States of America. How have we not exploited this until it's nothing? <laughs> Every other movie like this is about how the government's going to exploit it. So why wouldn't you just have the government exploit it? Oh yeah, man, Th- that shit crashed in 1957, and all these years, like. 18 years later, it's still just sitting around, or what would that be, 28 years later? And honestly, that's how this that's how you make it a better movie. Like, how about he steals something that they actually want, and now you got the government, like, 
skirting yes, the town. Exactly. Maybe they'll blast it off the face of the earth. Who knows? The military does not have much if uh, of a presence, if at all, in not, this movie. Not at all. So basically, his date, this nerd girl, just starts screaming because there's a rat there. So the security guards find out, and they, they wrestle one out to go and get her. And it's like this giant fat guy with a dog, which he keeps on a leash, okay? So... <laughs> The the guy crawls out of this pit with his alien artifact, grabs the girl, is able to escape under the fence before this guard can get anywhere near them. Uh, well, fucking re- Hinkle is just like sweating and like trying to get through his cheeseburger as he runs. Like, listen, real world version of this, they're shot dead. Yeah. Oh, big time, you know, <laughs> big time. Big alarms, big lights just fucking shining down on you. This is not just like a podunk operation. Yeah, there's a helicopter getting launched. There's cavity searches, dead or alive. Why would you need a cavity search? He's holding the boombox. You never know, man. He you never know down. what else he got away with. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, fucking. And you don't want any. Hoffa fu- might be down there. He could have. Sh- True. I mean, what? who knows what they shoved down in this goddamn hole? But also, you know, who knows what he shoved in his own hole, what he found down there. And then, you know, you don't want some, like, overzealous funeral director who likes trophies. Yeah. To find something. <laughs> You know, because those guys will dig through areas and find things sometimes, probably. Well, it's kind of like when you used to walk by a payphone, you got to check to see if a quarter fell down. <laughs> That's what funeral directors are. <laughs> they do that all the time. You never know when a quarter is going to fall out. <laughs> I just imagine, like, some quarter, like, just, like, turning over and, like, it's just some kid's asshole. He just has a metal detector <laughs> over it. <laughs> hey, weren't you in Top Gun? Beep, 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 Ooh, beep, beep, beep. you have a prize inside <laughs> you. <laughs> Uh, so this kid's home life, by the way, is pretty wretched. He's got a shit-eating father that's, like, fucking the Mary Kay lady. I can't. Th- this is so... like Avon and, calling here uh, for a sex rom. And the easiest way to make your fucking father figure a scumbag is, like, he's getting, like, fed, like, sardines no, by this no, woman. No, no, no. It's Chinese food. Yeah. yeah, there's cartons everywhere, and a dog is there eating Chinese food out of a carton while they're having their sexual foreplay. Like, this dude's getting, like, diddled, and, like, they're making out with, like, lo mein yeah, dripping just, between their mouths. Fucking MSG all over their bodies. Like, listen, you, you want to bring, like, fruit into the bedroom? That's fine. <laughs> just... Room temperature Chinese food. Get out of here with that. Ooh, I got this Mugu guy pan for you tonight. Oh, take <laughs> off your fucking boxer shorts. <laughs> like, God yeah. damn, yeah, guys. I'm, it's working for me. Oh, man, I'm so hard just looking at these scallion <laughs> pancakes. Oh, man, you must be general, so I'm saluting you. <laughs> This episode's brought to you in part by Rocket Money, and they have this question for you. They handed to me just now. Mr. Rocket just handed me this. Do you know how much your subscriptions really cost? Most Americans think they pay around $80 a month on subscription services, but the actual total is closer to $200. If you don't know exactly how much you're spending every month, you need Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. And with Rocket Money, you can lower those bills without resorting to having bean dinners every day of the week. You know, you have those bean dinners 
dollars to try to save some few bucks, but if you were monitoring your spending with Rocket Money, you didn't necessarily need to eat every bean dinner. So find out what all the fuss is about. You know, over 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about, like the Stars app. Don't get me started. You don't have to go through all the back end of the website anymore. You don't have to call customer service. Rocket Money helps you manage all your finances in one place as well and categorizes everything. It's easy to keep track of a whole budget. Even I can do it. I got rocks in my head. So find out what 3 million people have already done. They've taken the rocket, folks. Stop throwing the money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash WHM. That is rocketmoney.com slash WHM. Once more, rocketmoney.com slash WHM, which stands for We Hate Movies. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, my 20s, while being a lot of fun, a lot of the time, were pretty rough. I wasn't exactly rolling in dough. I lived at home until I was about 25. And for most of it, I didn't have this show or you lovely people in my life. I just kind of drifted around without direction. and didn't know where to voice that. Then I started to get my crap together one piece at a time. And the last piece, which didn't come until my early 30s, was therapy. And man, I wish it came along sooner. Ever since I started sitting down as a licensed therapist, I've had a place to voice my insecurities and try to fashion plans to help me achieve my goals. So that's why I'm thrilled we're sponsored by BetterHelp. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, and it's designed to be flexible, convenient, and suited to meet your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and the good thing is you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash WHM today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash W-H-M. Oh, man. Like, it's just fucking disgusting. So this kid comes home to this, by the way, (laughs) and he's like, huh. Well, this is disgusting. Come along, Fido. Let's go in my bedroom so you're not horrified. Or they bring you into the act. Yeah, that's not out of the pit. Yeah, I mean, if they're doing that, peanut butter ain't that far off. (laughs) They may have already passed peanut butter. Yeah, I mean, this might be. I mean, this is a sexual odyssey for this fella. Thank God there wasn't any Thai food there. Peanut sauce all over the place. I mean, if if the Greek and the feta, I don't even want to think about it. (laughs) So this guy's like, oh, son, you're home early. This fine lady was selling cosmetics. <laughs> it isn't what you think. You know, this guy's like, all right, whatever. You're disgusting. <laughs> I'm about to throw up. I'm going to go in my room now and watch, you know, I guess Bill and Ted's or something. By the way, when the uh, when they f- uh, flee the, 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 the marine junkyard or whatever, yeah. uh, the car breaks down like right outside of town because the device is like it does weird stuff to electrical, uh, you know, appliances and yeah, anything with energy. So like the motor totally dies out. And this dude is so cool. He refuses to walk into town because if he walks into town, man, then everybody's going to know that he broke down. Yeah, He's got too much card. He's got too much car pride. It's the most, it's the silliest fucking thing. And she's just like, listen, I know you're like this, like, jock, gearhead jerk, but, uh, 
Really? What are we going to do? His solution, which is less humiliating to him, is calling up Fisher Stevens and having Fisher Stevens push him in Fisher Stevens' own car. Brooklyn boy, Brooklyn boy. Oh, gosh. Oh. CB radio. Like, he stops a truck to use the radio. Not for a ride into town. He stops it to call Brooklyn boy. Because well, that's yeah. his call Fucking son. Brooklyn boy is elbow deep with this Cindy Lauper girl. I thought it was Cindy Lauper for a second. I was like, 1985? It fits. She could do it. I mean. Yeah, but the girls just want to have fun, but not with Fisher Stevens. Yeah. <laughs> That was a that was the first cut. That was the edit. Her, the first version of the song was "Girls Just Wanna Have Fun Without Fisher Stevens." <laughs> it might have been. So it's the next day, and he brings this uh, this boombox with Spencer's gift inside the workshop, the auto body workshop at school. And him and Fisher Stevens are like messing around with it. And of course, they hook it up to car batteries because we don't know anything else. Oh. And this guy is like, okay, Fisher Stevens, like, here's my science project. And the only time Fisher Stevens is even remotely logical in this movie, he's like, well, how is this a project? You know, he's, like, he's, he's like, oh, hey, you didn't build it or nothing. How is this a project? You don't even know what it is. And they're like, well, how are we going to test what it is? Hook it up to a car battery. And it just sends this thing going crazy. You know, it kind of looks like this like vertical beam of light jumps out of it like a Ghostbusters trap. Yeah. There's like force lightning all over the place. Well, I mean, this is I mean, it made me think of uh, my, my first thought was uh, from beyond. Yeah. I thought because I mean Dennis Hopper does get sucked into this thing. Spoiler alert! Yeah, that's true. and I thought he was going to come back as a monster with fucking you know seven heads and the sprouting and all the. And this is where they kind of realize like there's something with time here because there's a Greek, an ancient Greek vase materializes in front of them, and then they're like, "Oh, geez, let's turn this shit off," and they knock. <laughs> they get it off of the car battery, and you know everything's fine again. But they have this priceless work of art now how about the rest of the movies them selling it yeah Antiques roadshow comes to town and it it would work out nicely because of course fisher stevens is an 80s comedy sidekick yeah. so all he cares about is making a fast buck right like his first thing is like we should call 60 minutes we could get a real sick amount of money for this thing and mm -hmm. i'm like just please stop with the get rich quick schemes please for two seconds 1980s movies can we not have this but no 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 no. all he cares about is we got to sell this device blah 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 yeah. yet he doesn't think to sell this priceless artifact also doesn't think to himself i could just replicate more of these maybe if i learn how to use this device properly none of that happens here well i mean since the fucking military isn't interested in it and the i mean the the higher government isn't interested in fuck it Go to Donald Trump and fucking sell it. Oh my God, no! What are you talking? Donald well, because then there's that an actual, there's a Biff-like villain. Uh, yes. you took the you took the Biff right out of my mouth. Because yeah. if anyone would create the alternate 1985 from Back to the Future two, it's Donald Trump. Oh yeah, I mean that. that I I feel that, like that's what was the that's the, the joke, thinking maybe. behind it yeah. was that if Biff was Donald Trump. It's terrifying. It's terrifying. I but like, and also is. this movie just doesn't have a villain. Like it just it's just the thing. You know who's the most villainous in this movie? And it's kinda weird because it's really against type for this stereotype character. There is an evil nerd in this movie. Yep. Sherman. <laughs> well, the thing is, Sherman is a nerd, and Sherman wants to date Ellie, who is a nerd. And they're both within the same cast system. Yeah. So it's supposed to <laughs> make sense. But she's trying to jump the system 
to get this, you know, fucking Han Solo car jockey motherfucker. <laughs> I mean, I took a and look. So he's got a right. He's got a right to be a little piece. I mean, I took a look at Crystal, his ex. I don't know. that You don't have to do too much work, honey. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I mean, I understand it, you know, Sherman. I, I feel for you, you know, the 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 pretty girl with the glasses who doesn't know she's pretty. Well, apparently she does because she's trying to get John Stockwell. But like, I I get it. I but like this guy, he like contracts out bullies. That's what's weird. Oh so, shit! Remember the bullies because they're barely in the movie, yeah, but there's like these there. Oh, no, I these... remember them now, but I totally forgot them. Yeah. yeah, fuck Sherman, man. Sorry about that. <laughs> They're bullies who hate Michael's guts for some reason. We don't really know why. I think it's just because they're jealous of how good he is with cars. They're like, oh, man, we can't figure out transmissions the way he can. Let's kill him. <laughs> well, yeah, that's their reasoning. What the fuck? But so then it's like this nerd Sherman comes together with these bullies and they're like, wait a minute. We have a common ground of hating this guy. Let's join forces to ruin his life by doing such things as... Putting shaving cream all over his car. You know, really getting him good. That'll teach him. By the way, while wearing uh, a Darth Vader helmet and two Stormtrooper helmets while they do this, which is another thing that I'm like, this... This is why the movie has been buried forever, because Lucas Licensing slapped a lawsuit on this. You're probably right. You're you're probably totally right. Oh, wait a minute. I'm sorry. Did I see uh, in this new My Science Project film that uh, there's some stormtroopers and (laughs) a Mr. Vader's present? Well, this movie's not going to see the light of day at all, you fucking scumbags. I just skull fucked your movie. (laughs) How you like that? Might as well called it My Star Wars Project. It kind of is. It kind of is this guy's Star Wars project. He made. He was like, I watch Star Wars. I watch some other science fiction movies. This is my project on how I tried to make one. So they activate this device, and then they're like, oh, man, we're late for Dennis Hopper's science final. Because they, the, they got the science project, and there's also my science final that they have to get to. And they, you know, they go out to the, to the classroom or whatever, and... They're like they're walking across the campus and all of a sudden all the kids start leaving for the day and they're like, whoa, hang on a second. You know, what's going on? Why is everyone going home? We have this science final. And Fisher Stevens looks at a clock and says, stay tuned. We just went two hours into the future Yeah. because, again, he's obsessed with television. And if you haven't gotten it yet. Here's another thing. Stay tuned, everybody. It's just, it's too much for me to even fucking deal with. So Dennis Hopper's all pissed off at him, like, hey, man, you guys cut my science final, man. How could you do that to me, man? You're breaking my heart here. (laughs) And they're just like, they're like, no, you don't understand. We traveled through time, you know? And so this is where he sets up, like, all right, come visit me. Nine o'clock tonight, I'm going to be back at school in the science lab grading papers Come in and show me the progress of your science project. Right. And this is where shit gets really crazy. Like, the the setup for this movie is pretty dull. And right. it's like your average weird 80s comedy. Like, this, yeah. the first, I don't know, I mean, close to 45 minutes of this movie, it's anything. It's Chud 2. It's it's yeah. uh, weird science. It's any, there's nothing going on. I mean, it's, I mean, to me, it was more of like... It is kind of a body parts kind of structure where the first hour, I'm like, okay, this is fine i guess this is par for the course and then the last 30 minutes you're like what the fuck is even happening it's really imbalanced in that way it's like if you want to have a movie that gets like you know uh like it crescendos into weird 
That's yeah. okay. But this movie is really like nothing, nothing, yeah. nothing. You know, the strangest shit you've ever seen. An unexplored thread is uh, Fisher Stevens initially w- one of his ideas to use this device is to rob a bank with it. Oh yeah, like they could like get the money from the vault with it or something. So what are, like, gonna what are you going to do? You're going to go into about? a bank with this fucking Spencer gift pack, <laughs> yeah, and you're going to fucking sit there gonna... and I guess connect it to an energy source, and then press the button, and suddenly it's two and then hours hope later. That it's two hours later. Oh, it could I... be fucking two years later. <laughs> yeah. It's just no, it's it's his it's he doesn't understand anything about this device. But all he sees is dollar signs. So it's like any way I can possibly make money off of Spencer's gift, I'll have to see if I can do it. And that, yeah, that leads to nothing. Because I feel like this Fisher Stevens character, it's just a lot of talk. Yeah. There's a lot of dreams that, you know, are just left, you know, unfulfilled. Yeah, he's just, he's always thinking of something and never, you know, following through on anything. Like robbing a bank with this alien technology. Which seems just a little spurious, I got to tell you. At night, they go and they meet up with Dennis Hopper at this place, at, at the signs, uh, at science the, class. Yeah, right? science yes, class. The, yeah, yeah. Uh, the high school, right? Yeah. They hook it up to uh, a car battery and the thing fucking goes nuts. It, it melts it, too. It melts the car battery and now it's functioning on its own. Like, it doesn't need a power source. Like, this thing is just turned on. And Hopper's all like, oh, psychedelic, man. He's, like, screaming this entire time. Yeah. And you're just like... Now, come on, you're the only real name in this movie. Can we please just be a little more sane here? Oh, it's Dennis Hopper. Well, Never mind. No, we can't. He finds out it's, it, it's made of like no known metal, so he gets really excited. Oh, yeah, this is alien technology now. Yeah. But so this thing goes off, and he starts getting like enveloped in like the energy the waves. force lightning and the energy and whatever's going on there's like three different special effects coming out right, of this there's thing a quickening there's the force <laughs> lightning there's the ghostbusters trap yeah there and we the go dispensering yeah oh that's what it is all together yeah. it's called dispenser <laughs> so he starts getting like pulled into this thing and like floating up in the air and they're like bob what's going on and he somehow Instantly gains an understanding of what this device is and just starts screaming about like seeing through time and and this, that and the other thing. And you're like, you start getting a funny feeling going on and you're like, wait a second. Is Dennis Hopper not long for this film? And then all of a sudden his face like contorts into a monster and he shoots up into the heavens from beyond. That's the end of Bob. Yeah, he goes to the beyond. And you're like, oh, great. Now I have no anchor in this movie. Mm-hmm. It's fucking Fisher Stevens and this other guy. As dull as dirt John Stockwell. <laughs> well, actually, one of, one of uh, Hopper's last lines is, what a rush. Well, yeah, man. It's time travel. It's the ultimate high, man. <laughs> this is just like I saw when Pink Floyd did Animals Live, man. Oh, yeah. 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 Time and space bent then, too. <laughs> Gotta get Roger Waters one of these things, man. <laughs> I feel, feel it, infinity. What a rush! No! What a rush! Ah, <laughs> uh, so now it's like this device is just on, and there's there's a lot of real bullshit with like the local police. Oh, oh. because because Hopper hooks it into the the power grid or whatever. 
after the car battery. Oh, that's so right. He now, takes some wires and just sticks it into an outlet. Yeah, he's like, that's what we're doing now, man. Hey, fuck <laughs> it, man. It's just the school power grid. <laughs> so he puts the wires in there, and it goes nuts, and that's where he gets sucked into time. And then... What happens next makes the whole, no the, sense. It makes no sense. So they're like, okay, if we don't stop like the electrical current that's leaving right. the town, now they this could, thing could go anywhere. They see the force lightning like going down the power lines. Yes. So they get into the car, floor it, break into a <laughs> like I guess his parents one of his parents' place or something to get dynamites. One of the parents just has a stash of dynamite. I don't know. I think he works at like um like a demolition job. Oh yeah, the dad's business. Yeah, yeah you're right. It's a food I, I don't know. I, I think it's another part of his fetish. <laughs> I like- oh no, I'm just gonna fucking blow you up. I'm gonna fucking <laughs> blow you up. No, you're you're a books bunny. I'm on my foot. <laughs> <laughs> you think they blow each other up, man? Probably. Oh yeah, dude. Oh, the, uh, the, uh, the ultimate experience. Sky high, man. <laughs> Oh, yeah, did a little bit of that back in the 60s, man. Back in the war. <laughs> so he's driving his car. Like, they're, they're literally racing an electrical current to the town limits. Which, you know, if you know anything about electricity, I mean, which I'm not saying I do, but I thought it would go every which way. I would think it's be instantaneous. Like, it's gone. It's, it's, it's everywhere. Al- yeah. Not only is it electricity, it's alien electricity. Yeah. I would imagine that's even faster. Oh, it would gotta be. And like, fucking, you're doing what, 120 down the fucking road? But wouldn't there be another one going the other direction, too? Like, wouldn't this lightning just multiply now? Like, yeah, like would, gremlins in your phone line? You're just line? Yeah. done for. This is not a race against time. You're done for. And so here's this movie. They've, they've, they've established the fact that this thing is somehow able to open doorways through time and, and whatever. So I'm like, okay, it's a time travel movie, right? So here yeah. they are. They're racing down the road. This electrical current's going. And all I can think about is the original plot for Back to the Future. Like, before they came up with the DeLorean and everything, how the time machine was built out of a refrigerator. Mm -hmm. And the only way you could travel through time was, like, a a nuclear detonation or something. So it ended with, like, Marty going to a testing site to be blown up to go back in time. So uh, here I am. They're racing in a car. They're going 120 miles an hour. This, like, lightning is just going down. And I'm like, they're going to – something's going to explode. And a vortex is going to open. And they're going to shoot through time, right, in this, like, hot rod. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, that's cool. Time travel and hot rod. It's 1985. Nope. So, like, you know, they're not ripping off Back to the Future because they don't know that it exists. Right. No, that's not what happens. No. They outrun this current and he pulls over and they're like, oh, good. We got ahead of this current enough. I can stop the car, get out, and and rig this electrical tower with fucking dynamite that this I is found. 20 minutes of work. Yeah. yeah at is, least this, this is 20 minutes of work. And you're fucking chasing electricity. Yeah, he instantly gets everything together for this controlled demolition of this electrical tower. And, you know, they they have to... Again, we're hooking everything up to car batteries in this movie. It, like, the detonator doesn't work, so he's got to hook it into his car. And because the car is just this magical, you know, uh, auto yeah. sex god thing, <laughs> it just blows this tower. And they're like, okay, good. We stopped everything. And I'm just like... No, you stopped your opportunity to make a time travel movie. By the way, insanely dangerous because they the car is parked right next to this tower. He's basically <laughs> on top of it when he blows it up, and 
Could have taken them all out, man. Yeah. By the way, <laughs> this is an uh, like I mean, f- this is like an act of terrorism, as far as I'm concerned. Oh yeah. This, this you're calling in the FBI. Yeah, this they, is fuck- yep. There are thousands of people without power for weeks. Yeah. This is a humongous deal, and they're just like, "Fuck it, it's a vortex. Deal with it." <laughs> Sorry, vortex-related uh, demolition. Yeah. There's nothing we could do. About Only this. local PD can deal with it. Oh, you kids and your science projects. So then the bullies and the nerds turn them all in and they get arrested for everything and you're like okay so now we're like processing through a police station this is exciting i thought i signed up for a time travel movie. like this is seriously this is the only time travel movie that features no time travel i'll tell you what's exciting is when this kid now they now they have to like go he sneaks into his bedroom late at night Mm -hmm. and there's just this lone figure there smoking a cigar Look, look, giving them the up and down, being like, you're, you're home awfully late, aren't you, boy? It's the, he's got a cowboy hat. It is a detective. The law is there. It what a, what a weird way to uh, introduce yourself it, to this it, kid. I, yeah, but like, oh, excuse me, can I, oh, you, we, your son's wanted for questioning. Can I, uh, can I wait in his bedroom with the lights off, smoking a cigar? Is that okay? But then they fucking act like when the parents do come in, they act like, oh, how did you get in here? So he must have snuck into the kid's room. I don't even, I mean, yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, we don't mind if you wait in there smoking a cigar in the dark. I'm going to be in the other room fucking a bubbly pizza. Like, (laughs) what are you, you know, you have to know that this dude is in there. You would at least smell it. Yeah, Yeah, there's fucking smoke billowing out of it. Okay, that smells like a pepperoni pizza. Okay, that smells like old sesame chicken. Yep, got that. Uh, Marlene, that's your perfume that you came to the door selling. Uh, no, no one in this room is smoking a big honking cigar. That has to be coming from somewhere else in the house. I mean, I smell the rotting kiwis and the cauliflower, <laughs> but for some reason I can't figure out where that Cochiba is coming from. Uh, what's that? Uh, no, it's not the burrito I'm fucking. Uh, I can smell that. I mean, and uh, this is, uh, he's played by Richard Masser, who I he's a huge, he's been in like everything, but uh, the only thing I can think of right now, uh, he's... Uh, in uh, Bored to Death, he's Jason Schwartzman's father. Really hamming it up here, which is fine because it's, it's someone who's hamming it up, but it's tolerable, unlike Fisher Stevens. <laughs> so yeah, they just they get taken downtown. There's a there's again, it's very offensive. There's uh, the other uh, homophobic slur tossed at this uh, this female detective who Fisher Stevens decides to have this interaction with. And I'm like, man, you just have this like, quote, lovable sidekick who's just this big homophobe piece of shit. Yeah, he's garbage. I mean, I know it's 1985, so that was okay back then. But it's yeah. like, why would you choose to have this in this movie I, yeah why would you put it in the movie you a know? much stronger movie would be i mean fucking obviously he has no father figure because look what he goes home to yeah. but like have fucking fisher stevens get sucked up into the vortex like i give a yes. shit about oh, him yeah. and keep us. dennis hopper in this movie and they have who yes. has the intellect to deal with it well yeah. speaking of dennis hopper and speaking about you know the pigs that hassle him. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's just pigging all. Oh, man. I don't have anything to say to you, pig man. Ugh. So the cops are like really grilling these kids to if they know where Bob Roberts is, Dennis Hopper. He's gone missing. 
If there's any act of d- domestic terrorism, it's probably an anti-war protester. <laughs> so where is he? Yeah, totally. That's like the only connect. Like, why else would they be looking for him? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, oh, oh, yeah. This machine's going off in this hippie science teacher's, you know, lab. He must be con- conducting some sort of active, like, you know, chemical terrorism. It's or fucking something. enriched uranium in that shit. <laughs> So before we can get into a police procedural, because it would be just as exciting as anything else that's happened in this movie, uh, the like the machine starts really going into overload mode here, and yeah. you know they, I believe they've because the girl doesn't get arrested, they send the girl to the school to like turn it off or something, and when yeah. she gets there, the thing's really overloading, and she like gets knocked unconscious and everything. So then the last like. Like the third act of this movie is like we just it's a video game like we have right. to venture yeah. through the school get up to the top level and save her. But I got to I got to mention like when this is all going on the power goes out at the police station. Right. And it is fucking nuts. Like there's it's just chaos and and Fisher Stevens like, "Hey, let's get out of here." <laughs> so they just run out of this police station and this great exterior shot of this police station where it's all going crazy. And there's inmates, you know, there's prisoners or people who were just arrested running out into the streets like Arkham is just unleashed. There's it's, bombs. It not ele- <laughs> it's not electronic locks yet. It's no, I know. <laughs> a fucking key into a lock. There are criminal criminals cackling in the streets, <laughs> cackling. <laughs> like it's it's chaos, man. Chaos reigns. Like that is what's going on. And you're just like, this is a small town jail. Like why are all these people arrested and put in here, by the way? Like, what is happening right now? And by the way, when it, when the lights go out in a police station, I expect a Terminator to show up. I expect a generator to kick in. <laughs> Terminators, generators, yeah, whatever. Same difference. But yeah, you're right. Like, really, this is the one power source. Well, I guess this, like, alien device might it might also right, be capable sure. of knocking out a generator but, or two. I mean, okay, but let's look at let's look at the faulty logic from the other side. Wait, the police <laughs> just want to question me about my science teacher. I better escape custody immediately. Yeah, like, steal one of their cars too. What the fuck? Sure. Yes, he steals a guy. <laughs> speaking of Arkham, they're riding like the fucking Joker hanging out the back <laughs> on this squad car. Fisher Stevens mentioned something about like I've always wanted to do this. I'm like, really? You've always wanted to steal a police car? Those are some uh, weird goals you've set for yourself. Also, so so that he could finally bust the you know what's. <laughs> I Get guess. them all. Round them all up. Yeah, so he can go on some ridiculous homophobic rampage. Yeah. This fucking hate spewing character. But it's all but he's the affinity for the police car and the uniform. So like he's he's a complex character battling with himself. He's basically Hitler. But I mean he's a fucking <laughs> string bean and he like tries to shoot a fucking shotgun. And I was expecting a, a like a, a naked gun joke where he goes flying fifty feet. <laughs> yeah, totally. Because I mean, this guy can't take the kick. <laughs> no, no, he cannot. He also, by the way, uh, dresses like he's one of the fucking T birds from Greece. Yeah, it's really, really obnoxious. Oh, it real uh, the levels of I'm a Brooklyn guy is just Ugh. insufferable. Oh, isn't it just great? He's this tough guy from Brooklyn, and every ninth word out of his mouth is Brooklyn. See, the thing is, is I would do, I would try to do an you know impression of it, but you know what? I care about our audience, and I care about their ears, <laughs> yeah. and I don't want them to have to deal you, with you, what I had to deal with. I, they probably already heard the clip; they know what's going on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
you know you're what you're once you're putting up with for 96 minutes or whatever it is, man. Oh, man, he yeah. But the thing is, he's not even from Brooklyn. Like, okay, he was there as a ch- as a child for yeah. a few years, and then he grew up in suburban California. Yeah. <laughs> so let's tone it down, Brooklyn boy. I'm coming. I'm coming. But if I'm gonna wind up in another dimension like Barbarino, I'm going in there packing. So the machine's overloading. We have to get to the high school because we have to save, you know, our, our lady friend from yeah. possible total annihilation. Right. Who knows? It's, it's going full vortex over this school now. And so this is where stuff really starts getting messed up. So they, they break into the school. By the way, they team up with the evil nerd. At, yeah. at this point, like the evil nerd is sort of like, what have I wrought on the school? Oh, no. Yeah. I love the school books. <laughs> but it, it's the school books. But Sherman, like my thing with the fucking Sherman is like, he's like, oh, well, oh, Ellie's in trouble. OK, well, I could probably shut this thing down. This alien device that can split time and space. <laughs> he, you shut it off. Well, man. he's well read. I guess. Yeah. That's, I mean, you know, so they know everything. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess there you, you read, you know, Walden a couple times and you first fucking know how to do it. Dude, nerds can do everything in movies. That's what they're there for. Get the fuck out of here, man. <laughs> so they walk into the school and they're like, uh, oh, gee, something doesn't really seem right here. And you realize what the gimmick of this movie is. And it's not time travel. It's like it's dry ice. Yeah. <laughs> all everywhere. all like walks of like time are phasing in and out of this school and it's not like oh you know my high school in the 50s uh you know this california land when it was the old west it's It's not like random history stuff just random history floating into this including one of the most ridiculous things like i don't know how you make an error like this when you're making a movie but he's saying like Oh, there's all these people from all these different times. And you see, like, a cowboy phases in and out, and there's, like, a Roman soldier or something. There are Nazis. You see two Nazis. One of the Nazis is played by an Asian actor. It's so ridiculous. What are are we doing? What what are you doing? And it's a Nazi ghost, by the way. It's not like the actual... They actually do come in eventually, but... First, the first couple ones are like spirits of yeah. There's a little time. bit of like, they're like translucent kind of. Well, the thing about the Nazi ghost, the Nazi Asian ghost is okay. Yeah. All right, man. I mean, you're thinking about it like <laughs> that. It's 1945 or whatever. But you're not thinking about this fourth dimensionally, man. But but also, sure, it could be an alternate dimension where the Nazis were Asian, or <laughs> it's from the future, man. Have you ever thought about that, man? Maybe the Nazis come back, man. I. You know what? I did. And it's disproved by the fact that the future representation in this movie are a bunch of mutants. It's Star Trek nemesis. It's like, who gives a fuck? Uh, they're, like, they're like... I give a fuck. They're <laughs> like, a, oh, oh no, now there's mutants. Must be after the atomic war. What atomic war? What are you even talking about, Fisher Stevens? You don't have some prior knowledge of well, the oh, future of events. The, yeah, of course. The atomic war that happened 50 years yeah, from now. Anyone in the 1980s had a firm understanding that eventually... We would nuke Russia, and Russia would nuke us back. And right. Then we, that would be the atomic war. And then, you know, 50 years later, we'll be fine. It we'll turns into threads for yeah. some reason. <laughs> we'll be mutants with laser blasters. That yeah. makes total sense. Yeah, that works. Sure. So then the tone of this movie changes very drastically. So there's, like, two huge changes, right? The first change is, like, this is just a dull teen comedy 
Then, boom, Dennis Hopper sucked into a vortex violently. Okay, that's weird. Now it's, oh, there's this weird machine that we have to turn off. And you're like, okay, it's getting weird. There's like time ghosts and whatever else. All of a sudden, they run across this gladiator. And this gladiator like starts fighting our main character, Michael. Right. And this is where Fisher Stevens le- lets his other F-bomb drop about the fact that this gladiator is wearing a tutu. Thusly, yes. he is a F-word. So, yeah, Fisher Stevens drops that. And you're like, oh, God, I hate you. I hope this gladiator kills you. <laughs> and then Michael gets in a fight with this guy. And, yeah. fight- and all of a sudden... The movie takes a weird turn where Michael gets a knife and just starts jamming it into this guy's yeah. fucking lung cavity. He's shitting him. He's really just going and it gets it's really violent. He kills him. He brings him from another time into his time and murders him. What if the guy was important? Yes. What? Yes, they have no there's no understanding of the space-time continuum fucking with the past like that. Yeah, Nothing. That was Spartacus. Also, <laughs> what First he kills Neanderthal man. Right. Yeah. Let us oh, not yeah. forget. There's, there's a no. The well, no. The 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 gladiator is first because it's the first. You're like, holy fuck! Like that's a Are bad. You sure. I'm... Yes, because then they're like, they're like, oh wow, that was weird. And they turn a corner, and then there's a Sasquatch. Oh, attack. you know what I was thinking about is how uh, Fisher Stevens was always was about to let the world go into, I guess, you know, time vortex hell because he might fuck Cleopatra. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Cleopatra walks there. through and he's like, don't mind me, fellas. I'll be over here for a minute. <laughs> and you're like, oh, I hope her bodyguards kill you. Cleopatra, turn down kings, motherfucker. Read some history. <laughs> that's true. Get the fuck out of here. And of course, yeah, so they he, he shivs this fucking gladiator who is like. I mean, it is as big house. as the guy with the metal mask and gladiator. Yeah. Sven Oli Thorson. Oh, that's right. Yes. But so you're like, okay, you know, he fought him, whatever. And then, like, they pull back. He pulls the knife out of him. The knife's bloody. You see this guy's wound. And they're just like, yeah, you killed him. And I'm like, wait, so now we're just murdering people? Like, that's what this movie is? Like, cold-blooded shit. We just turn graphically violent in a movie that has had no graphic violence. And if anything, like, the violence that's happened is a little like, oh, good, you knucklehead. Like, bullying shit. Minimal cursing, just just, uh, those slurs. Just Fisher Stevens' hate speech. Everyone else is, you know, as clean as a Cosby record. It's it's insane. And so then there's, like, a Sasquatch attack, and Uh they just, they murder that. They just shoot this thing. Kill the missing link. That's why we haven't found it yet, <laughs> and we never will because Fisher Stevens shot it. And, and then, I mean, by the way, if the butterfly effect holds any water, this I mean, everything's gone. Oh, by the way, stay tuned, Ned Bet. Huh? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, oh yeah. So, um, so they turn a corner. They go into the now they're in the gym locker room, and obviously that amount of moisture in that area, you, of, of course, jungle Viet Cong. Yep, Viet Cong everywhere. Man, it's we're back in the sixties again. I thought I fought to eradicate this man. Now we're just back here again, uh-huh. man. Charlie's back in the trees, man, in the palm trees, man. And how useful would Dennis Hopper's character be at this point? Like you're making a Vietnam reference. Yeah. It's right there, but no, this guy's nowhere to be found. And instead, we just take a bunch of machine guns and slaughter these yeah. people. Speaking of which, the Viet Cong have a prisoner who's an American. Oh, yeah. With, a, some... with his own machine gun. And then they basically help this guy kill all these Viet Cong. And then this American GI is just like, 
Hey, thanks. We'll see you around. And le- what are you fucking doing? You're staying with them till you find the unit. <laughs> what are we? I mean, if I'm in the jungle and I just, you know, murder several Viet Cong, as ha- yeah. as proud as I would be, I would stay next to people and yeah. fucking figure this out. I gotta get 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 out of here safe. There's all this- <laughs> there's all these fucking fog machines everywhere. Yeah. I am tripping balls. I gotta. I got. Uh, human contact who doesn't want to kill me. Yeah, exactly. Like one second, I'm fighting the Charlies in a Vietnamese jungle. Yeah. The next thing I know, I'm kind of in a jungle, but all the plants are plastic and what appears to be a, a men's locker room <laughs> that I'm walking through. And this guy's like, well, see ya. <laughs> what? What are you even talking about? <laughs> Maybe he went and uh, started dating Cleopatra. <laughs> well, it's like if the end of like the first Bill and Ted. They bring all these historical figures for their presentation, which, by the way, another uh, My History Project, that movie. <laughs> but you know what? That movie has actual fucking time travel and in it. And jokes. Oh, yeah. There's jokes. No hate speech. <laughs> no. Uh, but th- th- you imagine if Abe Lincoln and, and Socrates, you know, they just walk off. They go to the food court. Oh, glad we could help you with your presentation, Bill and Ted. We're off to the mall again. <laughs> Instead of being like... Why can't I go back to my own time? I don't know what this place is. This guy just wanders off, man. Makes no sense. But you know what, everybody? We haven't even gotten to the craziest shit yet. Yeah, that's uh, that really is nothing. And this really is just like a... It's just a, a whole video game sequence. Because we're like, the next level of the school is the next weird... Right. Time we, phase we go from we walk like in. Call of Duty to Turok Dinosaur Hunter. Oh man, Turok! I loved. That I game. played so much goddamn Turok. <laughs> I cannot even tell you. I shot so many fucking evil raptors. Oh, so many dinosaurs get that fucking Chancellor. That guy cheats. <laughs> guy had spark guns and shit. Here, Fuck him. I'm just like proud of myself for knowing that I said it right. Yeah, I, I I did not play it as oh, much. As you, you didn't guys. play Turok? Well, you know, dabble. You dabbled <laughs> in Turok dinosaurs. But no, it was not my I prime. See. No. So after we kill Viet Cong, what's next? This is when we kill these mutants. There's a big Star Wars laser fight because it's my Star Wars project. So, yep. You know, we're we were really like one <laughs> extended light beam away from a lightsaber. It's just yeah, yeah. it could have happened. I wouldn't have blinked. And we're in, we're just murdering people because all we're doing is murdering Wholesale people. Wholesale slaughter until we get to the princess, and hopefully she's not in another. Yeah, castle. then finally we can get out of Mushroom Kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> so they kill these mutants, and you're like, "All right, that's got to be it." Mutant slaughter. We've reached the future in these video games. You know, if you, you get to the right. future level, yeah. like like Turtles in Time, you know, the game's over with. Or when you're like racing in the stars in Mario Kart. Yeah, exactly. Once you get to like the like the Rainbow Bridge Road, yeah. that's like Mario's futuristic road. Like that's it's that's all over. Infinite. With. Yeah, I, I believe yeah, that yeah, as the it infinite. Goes to Asgard, yeah. right? <laughs> goes to Asgard or uh, that nice uh, apartment at the end of two thousand one when they go beyond the infinity. No, I just I have this idea of like fucking Idris Elba like waving the flag in front of Mario. <laughs> <laughs> it could happen. <laughs> Don't count out Thor three yet, I guess. <laughs> Uh, no, so then there's just a Tyrannosaurus Rex in the gymnasium. And to this movie's credit, with the low budget that it has, there could have been a worse dinosaur. This isn't a great dinosaur like a effect. Carnosaur. It's very, yeah. it's like a better carnosaur. Like they had, eh, 
10 grand more for their dinosaur than I feel Carnosaur had, which that movie's kind of unwatchable. Yeah, I can't yeah. get through it. Carnosaur. But so here's this dinosaur, and you're like, okay. And here's here's the biggest tease of the movie. Fisher Stevens gets picked up by this T-Rex. Oh, man. And you're like, well, here it is. It's going to get shift. Oh, Come man. On. Oh, yeah. Richard Schiff him. Come on. Do it. Do it. Although there isn't a second T-Rex to, to flip well, him back yeah. and forth, which is the single greatest part of the Lost World Jurassic Park. <laughs> the only good part of Lost So I'm like, do it. Eat him. Eat him. And I think this dinosaur was like, Oh man, this guy's offensive. I don't want to put him in my body. <laughs> my body's a temple. I can't put this guy in there. Oh man, this guy's offensive, and he keeps calling me all these homophobic slurs. I know they say the Mediterranean diet's the best, but jeez, <laughs> this guy's just slimy. Uh, his skin carbohydrates, <laughs> probably right. Yeah, and so like this dinosaur is just like no thanks, and drops him, and I'm like no dinosaur, come on, you were. Help me, dinosaur. You're our only <laughs> hope here. Come on. Nope. Better machine gun this dinosaur to death. Yeah, because... Oh, man. Gladiator didn't stop him. Nope. The Viet Cong didn't stop him. Nope. Future warriors didn't stop him. Nope. So you are our only hope. Get and, your raptors if you have to. Just come on now. And our hero blows a hole inside this dinosaur's chest. Yeah, with like a grenade launcher or something. It's or a, a god missile. killer. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. He got he got like the good gun. Yeah, it's crazy. Blitz this, this dinosaur in half. Like it like, explodes. A fiery, bloody rib cage. There's an extended shot where like he like Michael looks at the damage that he's created. And you just look, and it's just this cavernous hole with fire inside it. And I'm like, okay, cut away now. Uh, uh, oh, I uh, get it. Um, cut, cut away. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. Put two hello. and two together. I got it. And here. he's just like staring, like hypnotized into this dinosaur's fucking body. No, we paid for that dinosaur body. We're showing the dinosaur <laughs> body. Show it as much as possible. So after we kill, you know, King Koopa, you know, we get up there and, mm-hmm. you know, the girl's okay and everything. You touch like the that. star. And- yeah, exactly. Your theme song plays and you get the hell out of there. Uh, you know, so she's totally fine. And then our hero, Michael, goes up to, to shut off the machine, you know, because he's like, we can't just get out of here. We have to turn this thing off. And he is enveloped in this time tornado and disappears just like Dennis Hopper. And then the machine turns off. And I'm like, Okay, kind of kind of a brave ending movie. Yeah, like our yeah. hero sacrificed to this machine, but he turned it off. He saved the day, he sacrificed himself. My science project too, lost in time. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. You could do that, sure. Michael in time. But uh, no, instead, 10 seconds pass, and then he reappears without anyone doing anything. Yep. And there's no explanation. He, he says nothing about where he's been. At least maybe it's a thing where he disappears, 10 seconds goes by, he reappears, and he's an old man. <laughs> you know, like he's lived a life somewhere else or something like that. Mm-hmm. No, he just comes back, and they're like... Yeah, I guess that was close, I've huh? I've seen the future of Asian uh, Nazis. <laughs> I don't know. I was up against the stars. I saw a a baby a fetus <laughs> doing something, and I, then I Sandra killed, Bullock was doing his moonwalk. <laughs> I killed more of those Sasquatches. <laughs> it was it really just, and I, you said I was gone for 30 seconds, you say. Wow. Oh, wait, and there's, wait, apes aren't in charge here? <laughs> 
like they're not okay. Oh, all right. That would be great if he comes back and he's like, guys, don't worry. 300 years from now, I stopped the rise of the planet of the apes. (laughs) We're set. So this machine's turned off and you're like, all right, well, that's the end of it then. You know, they just walk out of the school. Mm -hmm. And by this point, like the fire department's there. There's cops everywhere. And this firefighter is just like, hey, you kids, get away from here. It's dangerous. And I'm like, no, they just walked out of this mess. Like, corral them over to the side. No. And there, there's going to be hours of Gitmo-esque questioning going Ship on. Ship them off to Cancer Man, and <laughs> yeah. let's just get this over. Cavity <laughs> searches. but <laughs> General live cavity searches. <laughs> but instead, they basically, like, they might as well walk out of this place putting sunglasses on, cue, school's out for <laughs> yeah. summer. Yeah, that you think they wanted to, and Alice Cooper was like, I am not licensing this song <laughs> for this dumb movie. Oh, what's that? You have a gem like Dennis Hopper, and you get rid of him a half an hour into the movie? No, you can't have schools out for the summer. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know what? Fix your script a little bit, and then we'll talk. <laughs> okay, I guess the romantics can cover schools out for summer. The, fil- the filmmakers <laughs> are s- sentenced to summer school. With, with Mr. Shoop. Oh, yeah, man. And Remember Boner that? and Chainsaw. Yeah, Dean Cameron in his glory days. Uh, so you're like, all right, well, now this movie must be over with. Yeah, you'd think so. But then all of a sudden, the front door to the school bursts uh. open, and the biggest atrocity lies ahead. Here comes Dennis Hopper. No explanation about where, you know, what happened, how he got back. The only thing we know about Dennis Hopper is he's dressed exactly like his character from Easy Rider. Fuck you. He's got Billy's jacket and Billy's hat on, and he's he's been to Woodstock this whole time. This was a secret Easy Rider, too. Yes. Yep. The ride through time. <laughs> By the way, you go to exactly the fucking the time you want to go to. Yeah. Like, right on the dot. Because this movie doesn't set up anything about this world of time travel you know if he said so it's something, just a wish that you come that comes true i guess that's the thing right like the time you wish you were living in maybe you could but we don't know because this movie this time travel movie doesn't bother to set up any of the logistics of time travel in this yeah. movie there's no rules to the movie so, at all yeah so it's just yeah it's just and i mean i do <laughs> feel like this and and a flashback uh because i watched flashback a ton and stay tuned you are yeah. not alone uh, <laughs> i know up and down huey walker's legacy oh, yes. man and that evil high tower that Oof. weird fucking like celtic pride kidnapping scenario it's just like <laughs> it's too much but celtic pride by the way that's a fucking stay tuned big half. Half. Um, a bunch of stay tunes in this room this is like that what wonka tv room <laughs> all the pieces all but the I, stay tunes have been concentrated <laughs> into this episode just like anything else, there's no consequences for anybody, you know, during this movie. As a matter of fact, after all of this shit happens and they're outside and Dennis Hopper's alive and everybody's happy, like we're all standing around in front of the school and then Michael's like, oh, wait a minute, I forgot the machine. And he just <laughs> runs upstairs and grabs it. What are you what what are you even doing, yeah, movie? You should be going in there to drag out that T-Rex to get it taxidermied. Like <laughs> First things first, take your trophy home. Maybe yeah. military intelligence in 1950 said, okay, fuck it, put it underground. 
man, the 1980s. Are you fucking kidding me? Military intelligence is all old. Dude, this Emperor shit. Reagan is going to start incorporating that into like the Star Wars program uh-huh. somehow. Yep. Yeah. We would have like a time satellite. Like oh, we could shit. concentrate and fire down time onto certain countries. So we'll just turn Russia into the mid- Middle Ages again. Well, here's what I think we're going to do. I hope you all missed Genghis Khan. Zap. And then they just get fucking blasted centuries into the past, man. (laughs) You want to know what China was like before that wall was built? Zap. Zap. (laughs) Zap. He would be mad with power if he had a time laser. We'd be the only country that had anything. Everybody else would be back to fucking feudal times, man. Feudal times. Actually, it would be like before the agrarian revolution. <laughs> like, I'm going to zap them all back so they don't even know how to fucking farm. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> We're just like this like hyper future nation. Everyone, everyone else in the world thinks we're like aliens or something. <laughs> exactly. Thanks for nothing, Emperor Reagan and your time satellite. And I could just rule forever. <laughs> I'm going to go back to making Australia a penal colony. <laughs> Get ready. Oh, man, that'd be a great escape uh, sequel. Escape from Australia, like Escape from New York. Oh, yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. All we needed was Reagan to do that. And set it's that fucking up. Pliskin and Yahoo serious. <laughs> yes! yes. What? What a team. <laughs> First of all, what a team. Here's the thing. Both those things are awesome. <laughs> I know people will give flack to Yahoo Serious, but... Young I, Einstein's pretty fantastic. I, I, I like, I, I, I like Young say, Einstein yeah, quite it's, it's a pretty bit. pretty fun. My question, by the way, what is... What a Snake Plissken situation at the end of Escape from L.A. I don't remember how he that He just ends. fucking makes the world go back to You're right. uh, the Stone of, Age. It's like the time satellite. He, he, um, he shuts down the world. Yeah, he's like... This thing is like an electromagnetic thing. It's like there you go. You're back. It's nothing. No electronics is ever going to work again. Oh yeah, something so like that. Escape from Australia could totally work. So okay, but Emperor Reagan in the Snake Plissken timeline, right? Obviously, would have defenses like Star Wars to stop this from happening to America. So everyone else goes dark from Snake Plissken, except for America and their ultra sophisticated prison base of Australia and once Reagan finally hunts him down in whatever Guatemalan whorehouse (laughs) he sends him there and now him and Yahoo Sirius the comic relief prisoner he's the Rob Schneider from Judge Dredd Steve Buscemi and fucking Escape from LA yeah you're right yeah yeah, so Snake Plissken is in Australia and then he you know this Yahoo Sirius knows all the ropes of the prison planet that they're on now and then they just have to escape, you know? And the the Emperor of Australia, Mel Gibson. Boom. Yeah, all oh, perfect. <sighs> I think take that one. Like, there's some vague talk how they have to meet up with the rebels in Hong Kong or something. Take oh, back Australia. My God. I mean, John Carpenter is still making mildly interesting movies, so he could do it. Dude. Yeah. Escape from Australia already is this fake movie. <laughs> Is way better than fucking my science project. The only thing we can thank my science project for is birthing a great idea like Escape from Australia. <laughs> I mean that that it's also also Escape from Australia. Me trying to get out of that Boz Lerman movie. <laughs> Watching oh that God. in the theater. What, oh you my get God. locked in. 
I did. I went with this guy, Chris Kevin. I'm sorry, Mr. Cisco. The doors are closed until the credits hit. No. He's no. just banging on the door. No. Three, oh my three God. hours and 30 minutes. Oh, that's got to be a typo. <laughs> That can't be right. Buys a ticket anyway. <laughs> Damn, the worst decision of my life. Wow. <laughs> well, it's, oh, it's up there. I mean, it's in the top ten. I think seeing watching Australia in the theater could be in your top ten worst I've decisions. Sti- I've still dodged it. Still- I just moved right out of Gatsby. You know what? You're good at that. You, you've dodged that. You dodged Sucker Punch. These are yep. major fucking works Ooh. of absolute asshole garbage. <laughs> I know, man. I've really been lucky. <laughs> Watch someone come to my house tonight, strap me to a chair, and make me watch both with my eyes tied open. That'd be really cool. Escape from my apartment. <laughs> so let's wrap this movie up, man. So, you know, they bring it back to the... Fu- I mean, this is this is really stupid. They bring it back to the junkyard. Yeah. He just dumps it back in the hole and no puts, puts, like, the cover back on the hole. And he's like... Dust his hands off like, all right, that's the end of that. Let's go back into town. The car breaks down again because they're out of gas. And wouldn't you know it, our main character has gone through some sort of change because he's a fully fleshed out character. Ooh. He's okay with walking back into town now. With girl in tow. Oh, yeah. Well, because he's going to get some now. So it's, I mean, now he could, he, now his confidence is, you know, steady. I mean, there is some scene after, I think it's after like the Dennis Hopper incident. Uh, yeah. where um, they do like kiss a couple. Oh of yeah, times. I mean they're I mean they're a couple now. That I mean yeah. it's clear that they're a couple. Right. Now. Well, you know now now he knows that um, he's aced his science project because he yeah. gave Hopper the trip of a lifetime. Oh, that's right, Dennis yeah, Hopper's A plus. Like, by the way, you got an A plus on your science project, man. So he's graduating high school. He's going to get out of this po funk, po funk, po dunk <laughs> town. The po-funk all-stars. <laughs> so it doesn't matter that they all think he's a pussy for not driving a car into town. Right. I guess. I guess so. Yeah. He's, you know, what a, he doesn't care what other yeah. people think, man. You know, this weird experience of murdering all these people from the past and the future and the dinosaur has made him realize, you know what, man? There's bigger things in life than being concerned about walking into town because your car broke down. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would fucking, I would just, I can't imagine. Coming back from a trip through space and time, I imagine I'm going to be in a hospital for quite some time. You'd have to be. Like for a while. I'm probably canatotic. Uh, I didn't say that right at all, but, but you know what I mean. Catatonic, catatonic, comatose. Possibly, yes, I would be gone. Like it's, I'm not here anymore. That's what I don't understand. Is no one is like, hey man, where did you go? What did you see? What happened to you? I don't know. I went to a McDonald's in 1998. It was kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> they had this thing called the Arch Deluxe. It seemed like a waste of money, and nobody wanted it. I walked into this, this McDonald's and they had uh, milkshake cups filled with salads. They called them salad shakers. I don't think it'll last. I, it's a, a, a green milk, sh- a shamrock shake uh, <laughs> that I was, I was drinking. And by the way, they stopped selling pizza. Because in the eighties they yeah. did briefly, right? They sold some McDonald's guys. Can you believe pizza? that McDonald's got rid of the pizza they just started? Serving. Their sausage was amazing. <laughs> What's that about? 
Man, McDonald's pizza, salad shakers, the Arch Deluxe. No fast food chain has had more fucking failures than McDonald's. Just make a fucking burger and be done with it. <laughs> Just make me a cheeseburger and shut up. <laughs> Just shut up. Anyway, this guy graduates high school and that's the end of the movie. Uh, th- we have through the credits an amazing song, which I want to oh, play. I want to, I want to play the, the baseline here because play if anything, yeah, you know, if anything's going to, you know what? I'm just going to let it play us out of the episode starting now. I mean, this baseline, first of all, is really fantastic. If anything's going to get you excited about the 1980s, it's this song. I mean, it's going to definitely make you move your shoulders. <laughs> There's a course coming up that's like, Science Project. Yeah, it's the, Science the, Project. you're saying Science Project a lot during this, this song. But the thing that's obnoxious about the credits that this awesome song is playing over, it's a lot of just like... Different stills from the movie, different, you know, some of them are actual scenes. You, It's a lot of, though, it's just Fisher Stevens outtakes. Yeah. It's like Fisher Stevens unsuccessfully hitting on women, you know, Fisher Stevens gay bashing someone, probably. They, they thought he was, like, the character everyone was going to love in this Oh, movie. yeah, you're going to want T-shirts from this guy. You know what I mean? Quotes. Like He's the next Jeff Spicoli. Absolutely. Oh, That's what God. we're dealing with here, you know? It's Brooklyn's version of Jeff Spicoli. And it's terrible. But what's obnoxious is, so these credits end. Our last frame is on Fisher Stevens. Like, that's how much they wanted him to be something out of this movie. It's 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 a shot of him getting his mugshot taken in the police station. Right. And, of course, he's got his sunglasses on at night because, man, oh, man, his future's so bright. I mean, because, I mean, well, Dennis Hopper's barely in the fucking movie. And, I mean, John Stockwell is a walking, like, string cheese so I, he's, yeah, you he, have to, you got to put somebody there. It better be the person that's offended you the most. Oh, you yeah. know what? That's uh, <laughs> that's perfect because he's he's next most remembered for round facing short circuit. Oh, that's uh, right. Yeah. Playing, <laughs> that's his iconic role is playing the Indian guy in short circuit. Which, I know. as a child, I was totally convinced it was an Indian I guy, mean, and I was lied to. <laughs> I mean, his best work still is the fucking one minute he's in Grand Budapest Hotel. Oh, yeah. shut up! I haven't seen. He's in it, and it's not bad. It's I will tolerable. I will have seen it by the time this is out. There you go. There you go. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, Prepare you, thyself. Uh, all right. Would anybody recommend my science project? Uh, no, I kind of wouldn't. I mean, it sounds zany and crazy and fun, but it's kind of not that fun. It's just crazy. I mean, if you're really curious, I guess so. But I mean, it's just it's a, it's a wasted opportunity. No, I mean, I think the last... 30 minutes are uh, strange enough to warrant you wanting to watch that part of it, but the first hour is who gives a shit. Yeah, I would, I mean, I'm not recommending this movie at all, but like the whole third act as a video game is just so weird. I mean, I feel like if you don't watch the rest of the movie, the shock of it turning into this like super violent shoot 'em up thing won't be as weird for you, mm-hmm. but it really is just so out of place tonally, and it's not fun. There's no jokes in this movie. Nothing's funny. Usually with stuff like this, too, I'm, I can always be counted on for the, oh, I found a legitimate laugh. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm an easy laugh. But there's just nothing, man. You just sit stone-faced through this movie. <laughs> and then and then you're like, oh, now things are being mutilated in front of me. Like, okay. I would recommend, by the way, this director, this Jonathan Batool, he has a little bit of a storied directorial oh, really? history here. Uh, it's this movie... Two episodes of Freddy's Nightmares. Oh, my. And then he directed Theodore Rex. Oh, With boy. Whoopi Goldberg. Oh, my God. He was like, ooh, uh, 
who else used a stupid fake dinosaur? <laughs> oh, yeah, did, let's get him to direct this then. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, no, it's a dinosaur, but he's a talking cop dinosaur. That's yeah, fine. Same thing. So wait, did he do? Did he, did he have the idea for Yoshi and Super Mario Brothers? Then <laughs> it's possible. Yeah. And you know, he didn't direct this other movie, but he wrote the screenplay. Last Starfighter. Oh my god! This dude wrote the Last Starfighter. Honestly, man. that's a recommend. Yeah, that movie's so fucking crazy. That's a much stronger movie than that. That is a recommend, <laughs> man. Yeah, but you yeah, know, so... have a good old-fashioned 80s night in with that movie. This movie, not so much. No, no this movie is a waste of time. I mean, if you're going to bed, sure. <laughs> you need something to lull you to sleep for the first, like, five oh, minutes. It'll, yeah. it'll put you right out, yeah. man. <laughs> but your dreams will be something. That's My Science Project from 1985, directed by Jonathan R. Batool. If you want to get a hold of us and find out more information about the show, check out whmpodcast.com. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We are at whmpodcast. Uh, is there a worse time travel movie out there? And by worse time travel movie, I mean, is there a movie that so underuses time travel? It's obscene. Let us know about it. We all hate movies at gmail.com. If you subscribe to the show in iTunes, rate and review there if you could. We'd greatly appreciate it. We're also on Stitcher Radio. Download the Stitcher app. And you can get our shows on the go. Uh, you know, wherever you get our show, if you're able to leave a comment, a rating, a review, whatever, please do it. We would appreciate it very much. Check out Eric's show, Blame It on Outer Space. Which, by the way, this week, Wilford Brimley, I, I got another celebrity, is going to be on Dude, the you show. you scored Brimley, man? I, I couldn't believe it either. I couldn't believe I actually got access to how many shotgun shells did you have to give him you just gotta have to listen to the episode it comes out tomorrow blame it on outerspace.com that's crazy they're also on facebook and on twitter at blame space pod rate and review there as well uh we would greatly appreciate that also hint for next week chris cabin um roger ebert hated this movie there you go but like legendarily like legendarily legendarily hated hated this this movie there you go So until next week, I'm Andrew Jupin. Eric Siska. Chris Cabin. Take it easy. Take it easy.